Let's turn that bass up. idea you guys all know who that was that was timmy trumpet with freaks i love that song always uh always gets me pumped up so hello and welcome to trips right with ralph and dave it's dave here friends um you're gonna be upset you're just gonna hear my voice for the whole podcast this week my co-host ralph is a tad bit under the weather um I mean, he's a teacher, after all, and he's uh, confined to a room with a bunch of germy crotch goblins, and uh, it's pretty much a given that teachers are going to get sick from time to time. So, Ralph, rest up, drink plenty of fluids, even though you're not going to listen to this. Um, So you guys are stuck with me, and uh, as always, when I'm solo dolo, I'm in the garage, I got a cigar. Got some bourbon I'm sipping on. Got my phone on Do Not Disturbed. I got all kinds of great smells around me in the garage. I got my smoker right next to me. I got my John Deere riding lawnmower over yonder. Smells delicious. Uh, It's a chilly 58 degrees or so here in, actually, what is it? I guess it's 56, my computer says. So, Nice, uh, cool fall night here in Minneapolis. Loving the the cool weather. It's bonfire weather, baby. It's hoodie weather. It's football weather. Um, yeah. I did experience a first today, though. I, I was mowing the lawn, and uh, it started raining on me. So I was dripping wet, cutting the lawn, trying to get it done as quick as I could. Um, cause I, I gotta get my mow on cause I gotta get my, uh, my fall fertilizer down. Gonna throw that down tomorrow. So little, uh, I'm looking at it right now. Scott's turf builder, winter guard, fall weed and feed for better lawn next spring. Uh, trips right with Ralph and Dave is proudly brought to you by Scott's turf builder. Keeping grasses green. Since 1919, I don't know. I just made it up because it rhymed. Um, so yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Then Friday, we're getting our uh, sprinklers blown out for fall. 
Uh, you got to get that done before it freezes here in Minnesota. You don't want that uh, sprinkler water line to uh, freeze up and burst because that ain't cheap. So busy, busy, busy. Uh, what else? Speaking of busy, uh, coaching these uh, boys of mine in flag football, it's really exhausting. It, uh, it always takes a toll on me because I got to be on, even though we just practice an hour before the game and then the game, I got to be on for those two hours. Um, and my assistant, Marty, great guy, uh, he actually asked me on Sunday if I was a teacher because I, I handle the kids so well. And I said, nope, just, uh, just a dad of three kids in the age group. So, uh, but update, we did end up losing this last week on Sunday. We're now one and two. Um, we had we had some some drops, some some key drops on some uh, possessions. Uh, we had just missed getting a first down on fourth down, so we turned it over. They had a short field. Um, we had a pick six that was dropped. Uh, one of our best players, James, had it right in his mitts. He had nobody ahead of him. His eyes got really big and uh, just dropped the damn thing. Um, and then we got burned by a deep pass early on. Uh, they got behind our coverage, even though we did have a pretty deep safety, but he decided to try to play up, and uh, it didn't quite go uh, go too well. Um, but we battled, we kept it close. Um, you know, I like that our team's got some fight to it, even though we were behind, you know, we, uh, we still kept fighting. We, uh, we still kept battling. So, uh, was very impressed with that. So we got two more weeks to get right. Uh, hopefully you get enough wins. Maybe probably not after this loss, but there's always a championship in the the final week, but uh, not sure if we're gonna make it. Um, so yeah, uh, but as for the podcast, obviously, I got some uh, some stuff and things to cram into your ear holes. We got lots to unwrap and unpack. Lots uh, went down in the week that was and is always got some stuff to say about it. Um. I did actually leave all my podcast prep stuff at work. Uh, shame on me. I debated not uh, uh, not doing it tonight and just doing it tomorrow, but I figured our fans, the best fans in all the land, they need to hear it. They expect it on Wednesday night now. So I do not want to disappoint our fans. So it's good. It's fine. I've got some uh, yums and bums, some bums and yums. Uh, even though you didn't ask for it, I'm going to give you a breakdown of my 31 leagues. I like to think I'm doing pretty well. Most, uh, leagues are going according to plan. So I got that going for me. I got a, what else? A trade to talk about. Me and a guy have been flirting, uh, with the possibility of doing it. It finally went down. Um, so yeah, week four is in the books. As we head into week five, and a quarter of the season, I was pretty much done. So time time flies when you're having fun. And uh, I did text Ralph. I've been texting him. Um, he does want you all to know that he loves you and he misses you and that he acquired Run CMC. I know we shouldn't call him Run CMC. C-Mac, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, who's a world beater right now and a league winner. If you've got him, chances are you're probably doing pretty well on your team. Um, in this league, Ralph, uh, I think he said he's in third place. Second or third, he's like six and two. And he uh, got McCaffrey from the top team, uh, which is curious. Usually if you're the top team, you want to keep things as is, especially with the best player in the league right now. Um, but he gave up, uh, I want to say Damien, Ralph, correct me if I'm wrong. You gave up Damien Pierce and a first and second, uh, in 24 and, uh, 25. So, um, I think 
I got that right. Um, yeah. So interesting uh, trade. Oh, excuse me, and uh, can't wait to hear all about it next Thursday. So, Ralph, rest up, drink plenty of fluids, get some sleep. We'll see you next week. Ladies and germs, on to yums and bums from week four, the week that was. We're going to lead off with Thursday's game. Uh, this was fun to watch with Nolan, my uh, Packer fan. I can now say that, uh, spoiler alert, if you didn't know, the my Vikings won and his Packers lost. So, hee-hee, as Nolan likes to say, suck it. He didn't get that for me. Um, so anyways, the Motor City Kitties beat up on the Packers at home. They were in Lambeau for this one. Uh, 34-20. to 20. Um, A big fat yumski for the Lions is uh, David Montgomery. Um, ran all over the place. He had 32 carries in this game. Holy crap. 32 carries for 121 yards, three touchdowns on the ground. Um, also added two catches. Uh, so with him being the yum, I'm going to say Jameer Gibbs is my bum. Um, just because I know I drafted him. In a lot of leagues, I figured he would be the guy. I didn't think Montgomery would be uh, the player that is now, uh, especially all those damn carries. Montgomery, or Montgomery, Gibbs was drafted, I want to say 12th, maybe? Question mark? Um, so they, they draft him, and they don't use him. So, ugh, it's so frustrating. So that's a big bum. Uh, but he did average five yards a carry. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, with the Packers, the pack attack is back, Jack. Nope, it ain't. Uh, the Lions beat up on old Jordan Love, sacked him five times, picked him off twice. Um, if there is a saving grace in this game, it'd be Romeo Dobbs. Had uh, 13 targets, uh, the most by far. Had nine receptions, the most by far. And 95 yards, the most by Far and a bum, uh, Luke Musgrave, their rookie tight end, went down with an injury. I've got some shares of that kid, so um, you know, here's hoping he's gonna be okay. Um, I wish nothing but the best for him, I think he's gonna be pretty good. Uh, so we uh, we hope he's okay. Uh, I'm gonna go on to Vikes Panthers because I can, because Ralph's not here to stop me. My Vikings are finally in the win column, yeah. Uh, they beat the winless Carolina Panthers 21 to 13. It was looking pretty bleak at halftime. They were down 13 uh, 7, but then they score 14 unanswered and shut out the Panthers in the second half uh, with defense. Defense? Where'd that come from? How about a yum? You ready for this line? For my guy, Harrison Smith, those blue eyes, man, it, he, he definitely would turn me. He had 14 total tackles, eight solo, three sacks, two tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. My goodness. He also added a forced fumble in there as well, I believe. So um, he had a magnificent game. Um, so I believe he's the first player in history. I mean, you can do this for pretty much any player, but he's the first player in history, I believe, with 14 total tackles, three sacks, and a forced fumble in a game. So you put that all together, it equals a Vikings win. Uh, and a bum, I mean, Cousins, this was his, his least efficient game uh, so far. Uh, so luckily the defense was there to pick him up. Uh, I'm only through for 139, had two picks. So, um, yeah, but they got the win. So that's all that matters. Uh, how about some bums for the Carolina Bumpers? I mean, Panthers. Excuse me, I apologize. Uh, there's really not much to, uh, to cheer on here. The, the only um, touchdown they got was from their defense. A long pick six. Um so, we're not really going to talk about that too much. 
Um, any yums? I mean, Thielen, Terrence Marshall caught a lot of balls. Their run game suspect. Miles Sanders only had 13 carries for 19 yards. Uh, that's not good if for some reason you're depending on him to be a thing and he's going to only do that. So, I mean, we could qualify that as a, as a bump ski. So uh, the next game we're going to talk about, my friends, um, it's going to be the game uh, that happened in jolly old England across the pond. It was the international game. Um, between the Falcons and the Jags. Um, the Jags came out on top of this one, 23-7. So this was a notable game because this one was for the kids. Um, they had a simulcast on Disney+. And uh, we tuned in at 8.30 in the morning, Central Time here in Minnesota, uh, to watch the game from Andy's bedroom, Toy Story. Uh, it was actually pretty entertaining. It, there were, it, I mean, it was kind of glitchy. Um, you know, the the uh, casual fan and the kids would love this game, but if you're like a like me, you're gonna want to watch the actual game. But I mean, they had the claw um, from Pizza Planet that got the aliens. The claw placed the ball before every down. Uh, Slinky Dog was the first down marker. Um, the, uh, uprights were, uh, wooden blocks and every time a, a field goal or a kick went through the blocks would crumble. So it was pretty good. It was, it was a lot of fun. And Duke Kaboom was the halftime show. Um, I uh, left the room for that, but uh, all in all, I mean, it was, it was pretty entertaining and, and watching some of, uh, watching Bijan Robinson, uh, break someone's ankles in cartoon form. Uh, was actually pretty fun. Uh, but in the end, Jacksonville goes across the pond. I think they're staying there to play the Bills this week, uh, but they win 23-7. Uh, to seven. Starting with the Falcons, uh, Desmond Ritter not doing this team any favors with his play. Uh, threw two picks, uh, only threw for 191, had a touchdown, uh, but was sacked four times, added just a silly little rush. Um I mean, another bum, Jonu Smith versus Kyle Pitts. Smith, six targets, six receptions, 95 yards. Pitts, four for two and 21. I don't know what it is about Pitts, if he's not getting open, if, I don't know. But it's a big fat bum that he's such a specimen. And uh, Jonu Smith, the much-traveled Jonu Smith, uh, is actually taken over. Uh, but Bijan gets my yum. Uh, over 100 yards rushing, few catches. So uh, he had himself a game. That rookie's getting better and better, and he's getting uh, more of the share of the rushes, which is even better. So pretty much Algier is just going to be a thing of the past. Um, and then on to the Jags. Uh, Christian Kirk was in command. 12 targets, caught eight for 84 yards. That's not bad. Cal Ridley, only two targets, but caught one of them for a touchdown. He was uh, kind of an afterthought um, to Christian Kirk. So uh, hoping that uh, eventually uh, T-Law, he's a pretty lady, um, is going to figure it out. I mean, they had a pretty good uh, week one, um, but just uh, hasn't – they haven't been clicking lately. So hopefully they're going to get that all – uh, rectified. Uh, moving on to what someone called the game of the week, the Buffalo Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. Both teams are now 3-1. The Bills put the beat down on the Dolphins, beat the brakes off of them, doubled them up, 48-20. to 20. Uh, Good for these Bills. Josh Allen had himself a monster game through four touchdowns. Added a fifth on the ground. He had more touchdowns than he did in completions. Um, so, you know, they're saying he is, uh, he's now the king of the AFC. Bill's king. Josh Allen, king. So they're, they're doing pretty well. 
Bum, I mean, I'd say if I had to pick, I mean, Dalton Kincaid um, would be nice if he, you know, got more action, five targets, caught four, but only for 27. So a little teeny tiny, um, little teeny tiny there. And then the Dolphins, uh, A-Chan, we're going to call him now, uh, had another game. Uh, eight carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns. So um, Mostert is now, you know, on the back burner. A-Chan is, is going to be the guy, but they only had 19 carries. I mean, they were playing from behind from the jump, playing catch-up. Uh, so they had to do a lot of throwing. Uh, Tyreek only caught three, but Berrios caught the most uh, with six. So the bum, obviously, would be uh, Hill and Waddle not getting the production um, that you would like from the two stars of the team. Uh, so Buffalo Bills, three and one. Miami Dolphins, three and one. Um, still pretty good teams, though. Uh, so excited to see what they do in the future. Uh, so we're going to go from the game of the week to the, I mean, we're all losers for having watched any part of this game, the Broncos and the Bears. It would have been fitting if they tied, um, but in the end, it was uh, Denver coming from behind from a lot behind. They scored 17 points in the fourth quarter to win by three. Bears had some questionable coaching decisions. However, congratulations to Justin Fields, who figured out how to actually throw a football. He threw uh, for 335 and four. Uh, and then Cole Commit was a recipient of two of those touchdowns. So uh, good for him. Khalil Herbert had a game also. Um, for Denver, I still hate him. Um, they're not my favorite uh, team at all. Uh, Javante Williams goes down, so Jaleel McLaughlin comes in, uh, runs for 72 yards on the ground, also has a receiving touchdown. Um, so now, obviously, he is going to be the big uh, waiver wire darling uh, this week. So a lot of people blasting their fab on McLaughlin. Blasting their fab, that uh, doesn't sound right, does it? Ralph would probably chastise me if he heard me talk about blasting fab. Um, <laughs> Ravens, Browns, AFC North battle. Uh, wasn't really a battle. This was a, a thrashing. Um, Deshaun Watson didn't play. He was cleared medically, but he didn't feel like he could go. So they went with the rookie, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who stunk it up. Three picks, just terrible. Uh, the Browns are nothing without Deshaun Watson. I think they've learned that now. Maybe Deshaun Watson just decided to sit out to, uh, you know, show everybody that uh, he's uh, the quarterback of this team. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but Lamar Jackson, on the flip side, was doing Lamar things, threw for two, ran for two, and the two that he threw were to our favorite tight end. Well, one of our favorite tight ends, Mark Andrews. Uh, five targets, five catches, 80 yards, two tutties. Beautiful. He had a big man catch in the end zone too. And the, uh, the stats say that it was the least uh, probable catch, throw and catch of all the games in week four. Uh, and uh, I mean, Andrews went up and caught it at the, the pinnacle. Is it? Apex, pinnacle, whatever, at the uh, Acme. I don't know. We can use all kinds of words. But uh, in the end, Ravens throw down. And actually, it's funny. Uh, one stat I do remember from when I did my podcast prep that I left at home, uh, Baltimore outscored their AFC North rivals, all three of them, in one game. I believe they all scored 12 combined and uh, they scored 28, so great job. Speaking of AFC North, Bengals, booty, they're terrible. They only scored three points. That offense is a mess. Uh, a Burrow is not healthy, and it shows. They lose 27-3. Um, bummer is going to be this whole offense. There's no yums right now. I mean, Chase is getting his 7 for 73. In his press conference, he says he's always open. So maybe, um, maybe Burrow should throw more. Uh, but in a winning effort, they figured out that Derrick Henry's pretty good 
If you give him the gosh darn ball, he had 22 carries for 122 yards and a touchdown. Um, he added a touchdown pass, which was actually pretty cool, um, to Josh Wiley, a tight end. And uh, another stat I remember, if I'm doing this right, the Titans are 6-0 and when Derrick Henry uh, attempts a pass. So uh, maybe they should have him pass more. Question mark? I mean, it's possible. It, was, it wasn't a bad pass either. Um, so, yeah, Titans rolling. Bra uh, Bengals have a lot they need to fix. A lot they need to fix. Uh, we have an overtime game, another one. This was the Rams and the Colts. Uh, Rams win 29-23. to Both teams 2-2. Two and two. Um, in this game, the uh, Rams were up. Indy came back to tie it. And uh, Rams had a walk-off touchdown to Puka Nakua. He had nine for 163 and one. He is an incredible yum. Uh, Kyron Williams also ran for 103 and two. Um, so they're starting to show a, a pretty balanced offense now with running and passing, Stafford in command. Um, I mean, they're they're looking like a pretty good team, and they're getting cut back pretty soon. So are we going to see less of Puka now? Um, are we going to see less of Tutu or Van Jefferson? Who knows? Um, but uh, having cut back is going to be a big boost, and I think they've opened up the 21-day the window. I mean, if I had to pick a bum, I mean, I would go. I mean, Tutu had five, but only for 24. He had nine targets, so... He caught just over half of his passes. And I've got uh, two, two shares of plenty. Uh, so I'd love to see two, two do more, more. No, that was bad. Colts, Anthony Richardson, he's throwing touchdowns. He's running for touchdowns. He is electric. We've got some pretty good rookie um, quarterbacks in this league right now. Um, Anthony Richardson is definitely... Uh, putting in his work to try to be the offensive rookie of the year. Um, so we're going to give him the big fat yum. Uh, he just had a great all-around game, but they did come away with the big L. Um, my bum is going to be Michael Pittman. Five targets, only caught one. If you are going to be the number one ride receiver on the team, um, you got to start catching some balls. One catch on five targets for 15 yards is not acceptable, young man. Yeah, I said it. Next, Bucks, Saints. Uh, maybe Derek Carr should have probably taken the week off, I'm guessing. Um, Bucks win 26 to 9 in an NFC South showdown. I believe this was for the NFC. Uh, south lead uh, the bucks are now three and one so they got it saints fall to two and two uh for the winners baker mayfield um he's actually uh not doing too bad this year um three touchdowns uh for 246 only missed seven uh, only sacked once um the bucks rushing game <coughs> still not good uh rashad white 15 for 56 not a good average there, and not finding pay dirt. Um, and Godwin was the recipient of uh, most of the pass. I think Mike Williams uh, was banged up a bit. Um, and then my guy, Kate Otten, had a touchdown. Trey Palmer, the rookie, with a touchdown as well. Also, Devin Tompkins with a tutty. Um, welcome back, Alvin Kamara. Uh, you had an interesting game. If you're Alvin Kamara... Check out this line. This is a, an amazing line. He had 13 receptions on 14 targets. His 13 receptions garnered 33 yards. And I believe since about 1970, or no, 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 no. I'm making that up. This is the lowest total of anybody catching 13 receptions 
ever in the history of the NFL, which, I mean, makes sense. That's, that's terrible. The previous low was 71. I remember that. I've got a pretty good memory. Um, one of the best memories. I, I know it's a fantastic memory. Nobody has a better memory than me. Uh, so Kamara uh, setting all kinds of records that uh, he doesn't really want to set. I mean, 13 receptions. Great if you're in a PPR league. That's amazing. Even better if you're in a league that has bonuses. Um, so kudos to him for the 13. Um, but uh, let's get some more yards there, uh, Derek Carr. Let's get some more yards. But I, I do like the 13 catches. So welcome back, Alvin Kamara. I expect nothing but the best from you going forward. Um, next was the other, I think, the other overtime game. Uh, we got the Comanches. We got the Eagles. Uh, I don't know why, but Washington always seems to play the Eagles tough. They get they uh, got a win from them last year, and they were super close in this one. But in the end, Philly works their magic. They get a field goal in OT uh, to win it 34-31. to Philly stays unbeaten. Oh, good for you. Um, in the loss, uh, Sam Howell doesn't do much. He has a, a throwing touchdown. Um, and there's honestly not not, uh, not a lot to talk about. I mean, McLaurin, 8 for 86. That's pretty good. Uh, Dotson had a touchdown. Samuel ran one in. Um, but, uh, again, that running game, it's it's tough. Uh, Robinson, only 14 of 45. Um, only managed two catches. Gibson, you can't start Gibson. Um you just can't do it. So stay away from Gibson. Robinson, start him only if you have to. He was uh, he had a touchdown here, so a uh, touchdown saved him. Um, for the Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts did it again. Two touchdowns uh, to A.J. Brown. So A.J. Brown had a monster game. Uh, that is going to get my yum. Nine catches, 175, two touchdowns. My Goodness, but when he's catching nine passes, when Devonta Smith is catching seven, Goddard is a non-factor. My bum, my friends, is Goddard. Four targets, two catches, 25 yards. He's a, he's a gall-dang afterthought. Um, I mean, he's borderline unstartable, but you got to start him unless you have any better options because he's Dallas Goddard. And he's performed well in the past. Um, it's just that they they like to stretch that uh, stretch that field and uh, just get those deep passes to Brown and Smith. So I, I God, I hope Goddard picks it up because I don't know what's going to happen if he doesn't. Do I sell him? Do I hold him? I don't know. Pause for a sip. All right, moving on. Uh, in probably everybody's surprise team to the good uh, would be the Texans. They beat uh, the Steelers 30-6. to six. Houston is now 2-2. Uh, two and two. Uh, This was their first home win uh, since December of 21. Going from memory, uh, you can look it up. It's true. December of 21 was their last home win. So congratulations to this team. And also... It happened on October 1st. D'Amico Ryan's first home win, October 1st. And his first win as a Texans player happened years ago on October 1st as well. So it's a very, very special day for D'Amico Ryan's. Um, turning out to be a very good coach for the Texans. Uh, the Steelers are in trouble. Kenny Pickett, <clears throat> excuse me. Kenny Pickett went down with an injury. He should be okay. Uh, Mitch, please, steps in, does terribly. Um, I mean, Najee Harris was the lone stealer to start this week. Had a catch for 32, ran for 71, but, I mean, this whole team is a is a dumpster fire. Um, not looking good if you're counting on Pickens for points. He didn't get you any. Fat Pat gets hurt. Uh, he's doubtful this week. Uh, but then you look at Houston – and they are just clicking. This 
CJ Stroud, if you watch him play, if you look at his throwing mechanics, just look at the total package. He is the total package. I mean, he's got so much confidence when he throws the ball. Um, he's got accuracy when he needs it. I'm sure he's going to miss passes. I mean, it happens. He's a rookie, whatever. But some of these throws that he's making and some of the play that he's getting from his receivers uh, is just fantastic. The the Collins, Nico Collins, two touchdowns, 168 yards. Had a nice big one of uh, 52. Um, fantastic. And then Pierce, Romeo Pierce, or Damian Pierce, Romeo Pierce. Damian Pierce. Also got some good runs in, which was great to see. He finished with 81 yards. Uh, and then uh, the bum uh, would have to go to Tank Dell. You know, only one catch on three uh, on three targets. So um, would have been great to see. Uh, they call him Tank. Well, it would have been great to see him get involved, but didn't happen. But Nico Collins, definitely a yum in this game. So that yeah, those Texans are looking really good. They're a, a really fun team to watch. Um fun team not to watch. The Raiders. Jimmy G out. Aiden O'Connell in. Uh Aiden O'Connell wishes that he wasn't in. Uh the Chargers win 24-17 at home. Raiders fall to 1 and 3. Chargers of San Diego. San Diego Superchargers or the LA Clippers, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they're all two and two now. They've won two in a row. Good for them. Um, Josh Jacobs, uh, he's the the guy to own. Um, he had 58 carries and a touchdown on the ground. Also added eight catches for 81 yards on 13 targets. So uh, that's pretty special. Um, the Mike Williams list passing game. I mean, they didn't do too bad. wasn't great. Uh, Keenan Allen goes from a million receptions last week to only three this week. Uh, Joshua Kelly, 17 carries, 65 yards. Um, and Herbert ran two in. So, I mean, Herbert is doing everything he can to, to keep this game afloat. He also uh, ended up with uh, some bandages on his hand. He Fractured one of his fingers on his non-throwing hand, but he's okay. They're going to have the bye week. Um, Eckler will be back, so um, Josh Kelly is not going to be a thing anymore. Or will he? Have you noticed Josh Kelly plays better when Eckler's playing? Weird. Um, Quinn Johnson, non-factor. Josh Palmer had three for 77. Uh, so really... Um, you know, Herbert's just uh, spreading it around. Spread it on. Name that movie. Go ahead, name it. Super Troopers. Beat you to it. Uh, next game, it was the Patriots getting embarrassed uh, by the Cowboys. This, my friends, was Belichick's worst loss uh, ever as a head coach. Um, 38 to 3. Um, just embarrassing. I think the Cowboys had two defensive touchdowns. Um, Dak uh, only threw one. Um, Hunter Lipke had a touchdown or whatever that is. They had a bunch of players rushing. There was uh, CeeDee Lamb even was involved in the in the rushing game. Um, and he had the lone receiving touchdown. So good for you, CeeDee Lamb. Jake Ferguson, 7 for 77. Um and we're going to go with uh, everything about the Patriots uh, being a bum. They had a terrible week. Um, I don't know. Is Belichick too old? Is uh, Has the league now passed him by? Is that a thing? Uh, is he no longer it? I mean, are him and Tomlin getting too old? What's happening? It's a passing of the torch, man. I digress. Next, Cardinals visit the Niners. And uh, as suspected, the Cardinals do not stand a chance against the 49ers. Um, I'll say it. Christian McCaffrey for MVP. You 
Heard it here first. He had three touchdowns on the ground, 106 yards rushing, had a touchdown through the air, caught seven for 71. Um, yeah, there's nothing you can say about McCaffrey that uh, hasn't already been said. He now holds the record for a touchdown in 13 straight games. That was Jerry Rice's record he broke, by the way. And in 18 games as a Niner, he has 18 touchdowns. I remember that too. Like I said, I've got a wonderful memory. Um, the lone bum is going to be George Kittle. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, when you've got Ayuk and you've got McCaffrey and you've got Debo, um, George Kittle, I mean, he's he's blocking now for McCaffrey. That's all he's doing. Um, Kittle, now borderline not startable. One target, one catch, nine yards. But again, when you're playing the Cardinals and you get up big, you're just going to run the ball anyways, which makes sense. Um, I mean, Ray Ray McLeod, Jordan Mason, Willie Sneed, all these players had as good or better stats than George Kittle. It's just sad, really. Um, yeah. For the Cardinals, running game, uh, stupid. Uh, James Conner, just yuck, 52 yards only. Um, but how about rookie Michael Wilson? He is still sitting on my taxi squad in, in every league I have him that has a taxi squad. I'm just letting him marinate. I don't need him in those leagues, but... To see him go seven for 76 and two um, is an absolute joy. Uh, so anytime you've got a rookie that you believe in so much that you draft him in every league almost, I've got a lot of shares of Michael Wilson. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that he's becoming a, a target, well, at least for Dobbs. You know, if Kyler Murray comes back and Kyler Murray wants to focus on you know, somebody else, uh, so be it. But, you know, if he wants to focus on Hollywood Brown, he can. That's fine. Um, but to see uh, see the young kid do some stuff and things, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, moving on to almost the biggest upset of the week, the Chiefs and the Jets. Uh, the Chiefs sneak one by 23-20. to 20. Um this was a crazy game, kids. I don't know if you watched it. It was a Sunday night game. Um, this is the first time in Mahomes' career where he has had a quarterback throw more yards, throw more touchdowns, throw fewer interceptions, and have a better quarterback rating than him. That happened this game, and that quarterback was Zach Wilson. That had not happened to Patrick Mahomes in his college or professional career. And it happened in this last game. Zach Wilson outplayed Mahomes. But luckily, they put up 17 first quarter points. So they kind of coasted a wee bit. Um, but my goodness, uh, Zach Wilson, first stretch there, was making some throws. Lazard had some great catches. Garrett Wilson was being dependable. He caught nine for 60 on 14 targets, which was amazing to see. Uh, I need, we want, we deserve a Wilson to Wilson, just a Wilson to Wilson. What's the word I'm looking for? We want a Wilson to Wilson attack. Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson. I want to see that connection. Connection, there it is. The Wilson-Wilson connection. Uh, you love to see that. Um, the bum is going to be the uh, the running game. You know, Brees Hall gets six, Cook gets five. Uh, but now I'm hearing that uh, Brees Hall is no longer going to be on a snap count. Uh, so hopefully that means more carries for Brees Hall. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Kansas City Swifties, the Taylor Chiefs. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Pacheco, ball out of control, 20 carries, 115 yards, and a touchdown. That was great to see. He had three catches as well. Um, you know, my bum's going to be Mahomes. You know, he uh, had a rough go. Um, 
Only had a touchdown, two interceptions. He ran for a few yards, sure. Um, but this is not the kind of Mahomes game you are used to seeing. And uh, it, it bummed me out, you know. Um, but luckily, in most leagues that I have Mahomes in, um, this little teeny tiny pitiful showing from him uh, didn't really hurt me too much. Uh, but they still get the win. Uh, so three and one ain't too shabby. Then on to the Monday night game. Holy crap. Uh, the Seahawks win 24 to three. This game was as lopsided as, as it could possibly be. The New York football giants were sacked 11 times by the Seahawks. I'm going to say that again. 11 times. Danny Dimes had 10 of those sacks. Paris Campbell was sacked once. But um, if you don't have Barkley, you are not starting any player on the New York football giants. You can't start Danny Dimes. I mean, he had 66 yards on the ground. Does that save him? No, because he had two interceptions. So that's going to cancel those out right there pretty much. Um, just a, a terrible game they had. It's like they weren't even trying. It, it was just it was just yucky. Um, just yucky. Kenneth Walker, though, far from yucky. 17 for 79 and a tutty. And Zach Charbonnet was running uh, with a purpose. I mean, he, they, they've got a nice one-two punch uh, between the two of those. So that is great to see. Uh, however, the receiving game, mm, not so much. Geno Smith only threw for 110. His lone touchdown goes to DK Metcalf. Um, so you'd like to see one of these receivers break free from the pack. JSN, Jackson Smith, Najigma, three catches, five yards. Huh? How does that happen? What are you guys doing? Do you even football? Do you guys even football? So, yeah, I mean, they got to get that um, passing game going to complement the running game. So, there you have it. Man, I just made it through all the games in under 50 minutes. You know why? It's because there's no Ralph. So... Um, I think I got a couple things to get to after the break. Um, we'll uh, go ahead and be back in uh, in uh, in uh, two and two. <laughs> Wrong one.
Just leave me alone. That was Sanitarium by Metallica. Welcome home, Sanitarium. The reason I play that song for you guys, uh, well, one, I love Metallica. Two, I love the song. Three, um, I'm a big Weird Al fan. And I always think of, when I hear that song, that Weird Al could have done a remake or a parody, I guess, of Sanitarium and called it Planetarium. Think of everything he could have done with a song about a planetarium for crying out loud. Planetarium. Watching stars. You know, something like that. Um, would... Uh, would have been pretty fantastic, but I'm, I guess I'll just have to learn how to play the accordion and just do it myself. I'll do it myself. Um, welcome back, by the way. Um, I am going to wax poetic about some leagues that I'm in. I know you probably don't care. You can stop listening. Um, or if you're curious to know how I'm doing four weeks into the season, I'm going to let you know, even if you didn't ask about it. Um, I'm in 31 leagues, some redraft, some dynasty, one guillotine, few redrafts, mostly dynasty though. Um, I've got one league, I'm seven and one, one league, I'm six and two. The six and two league is the ring of fire. Uh, that's the, the big one. Um, that's where... 128 teams, four from each of the 32 leagues, battle it out, winner take all for six grand. I've won that one uh, three years running now, or two years running, two or three, one of the two. Um, so I'm six and two there, and the reason is eight is you guys are probably in leagues where you play against the median score, the average score, so if you score higher than the average score, it counts as another win. So seven to one and one, six and two in the other. Uh, there's a league I'm four and one in. Uh, I am undefeated in four and oh in four teams, which is a lot of fun. Uh, one of my bragging rights is my neighborhood league. I am undefeated. I'm the number one team, uh, which is vindicating because I always feel like every year I draft well, but my team doesn't play well. Um, so finally I've drafted well and they're playing well and I'm 4-0. So I'm very happy and excited at the prospect of taking home the traveling trophy with my name on it. So that'll be fun. And then another 4-0 team I'm in is the Grim Reaper League. Uh, that's the league me and Ralph are in, the fun wrinkle. You know, every year, uh, two teams go away. And uh, the highest scoring team every year automatically gets a bid into the uh, seventh season to, uh, to play for it all. So it goes by max points, most points. And I currently have uh, the most points. So uh, going well in that league also. Uh, so I have four teams. I'm 4-0. I have eight teams. I'm 3-1. Eight teams. I'm 2-2. Two two. Four teams. I'm 1-3. And, and four teams. I'm 0-4. Oh so add that up. You get 31 leagues. Now the 0-4 teams. One is the Vampire League. Where I haven't won it yet, but the last two weeks, I would have beat a couple teams. You know, moral victory, yay for me. Um, but uh, I think Waylon, who's my brother-in-law, who's in the other conference, I think he just won. Uh, so he's the first vampire to win. So congratulations to Waylon. I'm hoping I can do that against one of these teams. Um, and then my other 0-4 teams um, are all teams where I've got multiple firsts the next few years. I'm expecting to not do well. Um, so I'm right where 
I need to be the same with the one and three teams, um, except for Laker League, Ralph's High School League, and one and three. And I, I hate that team that I I drafted it. It's my own fault. I didn't select any keepers, so it's my own fault. Um, but uh, my team is is just not clicking. So hopefully, I can catch some uh, some of these teams sleeping with bye weeks coming up now. Uh, so I can make a little bit of a run. Uh, but my other one and three teams, they're rebuilding. They're young teams. So again, I'm expecting uh, to not do well. Um, my two and two teams, I've got two redrafts. Uh, so there's always hope there. And then uh, five of them are like 5 to $10 leagues. So they're not... Not really high on my priority. It'd be nice just for bragging rights to do well, but uh, being at two and two, I guess I could go either way. Um, you know, pretty soon I gotta decide if I want to make a run or if I want to have a fire sale and uh, just build for the future. Because as me and Ralph always tell you guys, our fans, our faithful listeners, our friends, you don't want to be in the middle. You either want to play for the championship. Or you want to play for a good draft pick, you don't want to be in the middle. Or as my kids say, that's so mid. It's so stupid. Um, and then uh, the rest of my teams, the ones that are doing well, uh, they're all teams I pretty much expected um, to do well in. So uh, one of the 4-0 teams... Um, I'm referencing is the guillotine league that I'm still in. I count it as being undefeated because I'm still in it. Um, this last week, I had the th- <laughs> I had the third fewest points. Um, I scored 91. The lowest team went home with 74.8, and then another team had 78 points. Um, so they almost bit it. So it went down to the Monday night game for those two teams, but luckily I was, I was still safe. I got Josh Allen. He had me forty four points, so that pretty much uh, solidified me staying another week. Um, so then the team that uh, got eliminated left some players on the board, and so those guys are going to be bid upon. Um, I think I've got 55 bucks or so left to bid on, 55, 56, somewhere in there. Um, so the remaining players of note, uh, Goff, Stroud, and Dobbs um, as uh, quarterbacks, Madison, Brian Robinson, running backs, Olave, Judy, Romeo Dobbs, and Jamo are available and Jamo now Jameson Williams uh his um suspension is up from his gambling suspension so he is now eligible to return um heard a heard a noise outside hello Hold on, I'll be right back. It sounds like there's somebody. I know. Yeah, that's really good radio. I apologize. Um, Thought I heard noises. Just in my head. So yeah, Jameson Williams is back. Um, So he is available. And then Hawkinson and Logan Thomas. So I may have put a couple low ball bids on a couple guys. Um, If I get them, fine. If not, you know, I'm, I'm still happy uh, with the team that I got. 
So at least for the next couple weeks, again, bye weeks coming up. So uh, a few guys might be spending some of their dough to make up for bye weeks or maybe a bye week will catch somebody slipping. Either way, I do not want to go out in week five. That would be a big fat bum ski. Um, and then finally, in uh, Wayland's new league this year, um, the Big Money League, I finally got Travis Kelsey. I would uh, teased it last week that I've been talking to the guy about it. And guys in the league told him not to trade me. And uh, he, he was using a weird tactic on me. Um, he had said like three times, and I'm paraphrasing, he said something along the lines of, I've got better offers, but if you're able to, to give me a juicy offer, I might consider it. But he kept coming back to me. I wasn't doing anything. And he kept saying that he's getting better offers, but nothing was, was coming of it. My initial offer was Sam Laporta, uh, a 2025 first and 2024 second. Well, actually, it was Fat Pat, but I knew he wanted Laporta anyways, so um, it was Laporta and those picks... And uh, he kept, you know, kept saying, I'm getting better offers. Um, so finally I said, you know what? I, I feel like I'm giving up a lot, but back pocket, icing on the cake. I've got Sky Moore for you as well. Give you a chief for a chief. And uh, he said, you know what? I was going to say I would take Sky Moore also. Um, so he, he, uh, he approved it. And so in the end, I get Kelsey uh, for giving up Laporta, Sky Moore, 2025 first and 2024 second. Obviously, those are going to be late picks as well. And I, I didn't want to question it or push it and ask if he really did have any offers. Um, you know, he said one guy wanted Kelsey, um, but he was kind of kind of pussyfooting around a little bit, as my dad likes to say. Um, and I just said, you know what? You got to spend money to make money, baby. So you, you got to pay a little extra if you want to get the guy you, you truly want. And I really wanted to get Kelsey on that team because now Kelsey joins forces with JJ and Chase, who I got one and two in the, uh, the startup. I was very happy about that. Um, and I've got Keenan Allen, I got Debo, I got Pittman and McLaurin, um, and they're all in my starting lineup. So I have all wide receiver ones and arguably the best tight end in all the land that I can roll out every single week with confidence while I've got other opponents that have like Second and third wide receivers going out like Mims, I see, and Lazard, you know, players like that. And I'm going in every week with these guys. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I laid an egg week one, but I've been killing it the last couple weeks. Um, and I know I don't take too much stock in uh, projections. For players, I've never taken stock in projections, uh, but in sleeper, you know, you can go ahead every week in the matchups, and you can see who you're going against, and you can see the teams that you're going up against, and you know, barring any injury or fluke thing happening, I mean, I can see myself going on a pretty good run, and maybe rattling off some wins, and you know landing at eight or nine and one in the next couple of weeks. So my confidence levels are very high with this team. I'm very happy how I sculpted it. Um, I've got uh, James Cook as a running back. And uh, who else do I? I forget who else I have. Um, but having Cook is, is a lot of fun. Um, but I, got, I drafted Ford. 
Uh, and I had actually picked up McLaughlin too. And one guy tried to offer a fourth for him. I said, ha that ain't going to happen. Um, so that's really all I got, to be honest with you. Uh, it's pretty boring with Ralph not here, so I apologize. Um, usually, you know, uh, not to give away any secrets of the podcast, but most nights, you know, one of my favorite things to do is try to get Ralph to giggle and laugh. Uh, but without him here uh, or being there and, and not being able to fill up the uh, the room with his laughter, it's it's kind of sad. So hopefully next week he feels better and... Uh, yeah. So, um, with that being said, yeah, I've never liked that phrase with that being said, it's kind of up there, um, with, uh, it's kind of up there with, it is what it is with that being said. Yeah. Irregardless, uh, this has been, uh, an episode of trips, right? With Ralph and Dave. I'm Dave Ralph. I hope you're feeling better, buddy. Um, next week, we'll be going over week five, the week that was, and, um, yeah, I love you guys. I wish you nothing but the best health, wealth, and happiness, and by God, I will try to do better next week. Enjoy yourselves, kids. Bye.